Hello and welcome back to another episode of Seek Therapy Podcast. It's me, Jasmine. And America. And Jasmine Tiger. <laughs> and we are back and we are better. So how's everyone been? What's been our highlight? What's been our challenge? I usually start. So let me go to my notes because, you know, I had to write it down. <laughs> so my challenge is just that, ah, look at this. I'm allowing my job to push me out of my healthy habits that I've built. Um, and so I noticed that the other day I was like, damn, I ain't barely worked out this week. Um, I definitely haven't like meal prepped anything. Like I ain't did a lot of my habits. I, I didn't, I, I'll, I won't say all my habits now because this is part of the episode, but I checked in with myself and I was like, bruh, <sighs> why? We have to figure out a way so that I can stay on top of the things I know make me feel good in spite, I mean, despite the fact that my job is making me feel unwell. <laughs> what you got to say? But you also giving yourself a hard time because that's not completely true. Okay, do say do tell. You said your goal was to work out five days a week. You worked out for. And when you yes. just said that, you said I fell off my habits. No, you didn't. You missed a day. Well, and see, I'll further explain because I wake up usually during the week and work out or. I'll do yoga or just like cardio or something. And this week I literally only got up two times. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean by like falling off of my habits. Mm -mm. You ain't fall off though. They reduced. Reduced. Mm. And the only reason why I'm pointing that out, and that's not the step on your shit, but I'm going to take your Jasmine's role real quick. Because when we shame ourselves as if we didn't do something, like it's that all or nothing mentality. So right. if, if I didn't do nothing this week or I fell off completely, it's going to be hard for you to get back in it without shame. Because I mm -hmm. saw your post. You was like, I ain't worked out in two days. So I'm going to do a 60 minute boot camp. And I was like, oh, you can tell that. Never mind. Anyway, so that's not no, no, that's no. a long ass boot camp, girl. Say what you wanted to say. <laughs> it, it seemed like it was almost like, bitch, you ain't worked out and you ain't been on your shit, so I'm going to punish your ass. We're doing 60 minutes of boot camp. Mm. And maybe I'm projecting because I do that shit to myself, but that's how it <laughs> came across. And I was like, mm. but you didn't. You didn't fall off. You just had a reduction because you had a right. heavy week the week before. And the current week was, yeah. 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 I do tend okay. to do that. <laughs> That's all. Well, yes. Thank you for that reminder. All right. No, you're good. This is what we're here for. <laughs> um, right. Um, but yeah, that and just like the fact that 
the kids, I had told them right before, like, y'all need to say hootie who before y'all really get down so I could get the fuck out the way. I literally said that because oh. it was like, miss, just stay over there looking and da 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 da. I was like, all right, you need to say hootie who. Right. And I didn't. And this turned into like a big old thing. I moved out the way, though. I, I was not going to wait for them, but. You know, I moved out the way and the principal calling, oh, where, where's Miss McGregor? I, and what the fuck Miss McGregor gonna do? What? Aren't <laughs> you like McGregor? five foot? I'm five foot. Miss yeah. McGregor's not doing shit. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have seventh graders that are eye level with me and you're at a high school. So, Literally. yeah, no. Uh-uh. So that was a challenge because why is you calling me, bitch? You come over here if you would like to help. <laughs> come I'm through. Just like you told the kids to say who to who. That's why they didn't say it. <laughs> but that's why, because one, I'm, you're going to be caught up in that. Yeah, the, kid, the thing about it is that they know that the kids love me. They come, they talk to me like no other staff will have no kids coming up to them during lunch. And I have multiple kids coming up to me during lunch and wanting to hang out with me and talk to me. So it's like, they know, but confidentiality. So y'all should just be aware that something is afoot. <laughs> Goodness. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was just like, y'all, it's it's we got out of school at one yesterday and they were so thirsty, they need for control was so high that they made us stay until 4 30. My job is the kids, my notes stay on, on done. So mm. what was the reason? I read Pooped, took a walk, talked to the other PSW, just like, you know. Hmm. But my highlight, and this is a very like big highlight, I needed it. So I had a student that was scared to get their mom to sign my consent form and, you know, wouldn't get it. So I have a great relationship with them and I know them and I saw them and they take so much pride in how they dress, makeup, lashes, the whole nine edges, baby coat, like it's all always the crop top. Like we, we out here, right? I saw them. They had on a baggy shirt, baggy sweats, no makeup, no nothing. I said, um, Hey, What's up? Where you been? What's going on? She's like, I'm gonna come to your office. Came to my office, and turns out it's like an SI situation. So mm -hmm. I'm like doing that assessment, you know. And I was just like, I'm so grateful that you felt comfortable to tell me, you know. And I'm grateful that we have this relationship that I was able to see that something was going on. Mm -hmm. Um. And so I did the assessment and it turns out not to be SI, but hopelessness. And so I'm like, okay, you know, and of course the school calling, oh, she not in her class calling her mom. So her mom who is boom, trigger, come calling and um, where, why are you not in class and da, da, da. I'm talking to my counselor. So then, oh, let me talk to the counselor. 
boom let's do yeah. it let's really get into it mm -hmm. you know i'm talking to the mom you know yeah like i noticed some uh, changes mm -hmm. and things like that um and i think it would be very beneficial for her to get therapy you know and mom's like i don't know why she need therapy and da 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 mm -hmm. and you know starts crying i'm like do you have any support, anyone that you talk to, like, and help mm -hmm. navigate any of this? And they're like, no. And I was like, I could put a referral in for you, too, if you wanted. And she was like, you know, I think I, I would like that. I like that. That's a good thing. I love it. And what? so y'all don't want to recognize me, but I'm out here changing dynamics in families. And generationally at that. I want to see it. So I just, you know, and then I, I, this week I've been like hugging the kids. Cause I'm like, damn, I feel like they don't be getting like love. So like, I'm like, can I offer you a hug? And I hug my kids and they're just like, I don't be getting hug, miss. And I was like, oh, right in the feels. Hmm. So this week has just been great and like reaffirming in that sense. That's why America, it's like, it doesn't feel like I'm being a martyr because I'm only there for them. Mm -hmm. All the other shit does not matter to me. Like it impacts me, but I'm here for a bigger purpose. Mm -hmm. I don't know nobody else that would have been able to do that like that. Right. And the fact that the student came the next day dressed up like, you know, my mom's been acting very different now that she said that she would agree to. She was like, you, miss, you just got my mom to agree to therapy. I'm like, happy Valentine's Day. Love <laughs> I love it. No, that's dope. And lastly, one of my other kids was literally just like, you know, I love you. And I'm like... How'd you know I needed that? Mm. Because it's raggedy here. <laughs> I'm sure they know it's raggedy too, too. They do. I'm like, if the principal don't understand that the kid's not here and the staff not here for the same reason, a lot of times, mm -hmm. it's the delusion for me. Not one of like my favorite words when used properly. Child. <laughs> when used properly. <laughs> right, because <laughs> how you been, America? What's been going on? Um okay, so my highlights for last week. I took the week off. Hmm. I love that for you. Yep. Mm -hmm. it hey. sounds good. Um, she said it sounds good. It sounds real good. Um, I got another tattoo which I showed y'all. Yes, um, I love it. I need to get a tattoo. I need to. I need to go ahead and make my appointment. I support it. Do you go in telling them what you want, like already with it imaged, or do you talk to them and they come up with it? Like, how prepared do I need to be? Well, it depends on your artist. It so mine on the artist, yeah. three okay. months out and you got to email her and she has to approve your uh, tattoo mm -hmm. for her. Um, and so I sent her an idea of what I wanted. Um, I went on a safari when I studied abroad in South Africa. 
when I was there, I was like, I gotta, like, I gotta get a safari catted on me at some point. So fast forward, here we are. Um, so I, I showed her, thank you. I showed her like an idea of what I was looking for, and then told her I wanted to add in some pieces. And then when I got there, we had a discussion about what she would add in where, and then she drew it. She finished drawing it, and then she put it on. So just depends on your person. Nice. That's so different from the tattoos I have, which is just like college town show up at the tattoo parlor. Mm -hmm. Like, this is what I want. Okay, cool. Lay down. 60 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) What? Not on your body. What? Oh, no. It's still there. No, I like my tattoo. I have a tattoo. So it's just, it's different. Total 90s kid. It's different Mandarin symbols. So I have blessed joy, which is my mom's name, spirit, strength, and faith. And then to finish it, I want to get resilient. And so it starts under where my bra is and goes to my hip. It's my whole ribcage. Can we compare our strengths? Because I got strength right here and I'm curious if mine look like yours. It is. It's the same symbol. It's the... Yeah, that. <laughs> Wait, it's the what? Mine is on my ribs. I think mine look like that. Hold on. <laughs> That's what I... Can we make yeah. sure that it's a strength? <laughs> let me see. Let me see. Actually, I don't know if mine is Mandarin or if it's supposed to be Japanese. Now that I think about it. Okay, let me see. Oh, shit. Hold on. Oh, chat. Somewhere. Yeah, girl. That says chicken fried rice. Don't play with me. I'm just saying. That's it. That's strength. <laughs> oh, okay. Is that your biggest fear? No, that is. That's the symbol for strength. Okay. <laughs> if mine has been there at this point, if it won't, fuck it. it didn't right. Matter. So I went to the the pool, like the campus pool back in college after I finished this and met this really cute Chinese exchange student. And so he like came over and talked to me and stuff. And um, and I asked him, I was like, okay, well, does my tattoo like say what it says? And so I broke everything down and he confirmed that yes, individually, that is what they say. When they're stacked together, it makes no fucking sense. And I was okay. like, you know what? I'll take that. <laughs> I will take that. So yeah, certified. <laughs> I didn't mean to cut you off, America. <laughs> I don't think you did. Oh, you were on your uh, check-in, America. Mm-hmm. She oh, said, "Baby," <laughs> she said, "Baby." <laughs> <laughs> um, what did I tell y'all? Oh, I told y'all my highlights. Okay. Um, Valentine's Day was nice too. That's another highlight. Yay me. Um, <laughs> my challenge was still that I took a week off. Huh? Okay. Did you have a hard time detaching yourself from work? No. Fuck them kids and fuck you too. No, sir. Um, <laughs> I don't even see kids. Really? So, um, no. <laughs> It was the fact that I got a lot of stuff to do because I didn't do anything during that week. Um, so that's, yeah, so that's my challenge. Okay. I'll take that. At least you took a full week off. All right. <laughs> 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 you can see the faces and log into right. YouTube. 
All right. Um, my highlight this week was having memories of Colby and not being reduced to tears. I was caught driving to work. Um, this particular song keeps catching me. Um, it's Joanne by Lady Gaga. And the song that my youngest cousin, when he came home after we got the news about Colby, uh, that he said he played over and over was uh, Pull Up, Cooped Up by Post Malone. And they also remixed that with Return of the Mac. And so um, whenever the, either one of those versions of the song come on, it just, it makes me think of Colby. And so I am finding that I'm comfortable putting those songs, like putting my playlist on shuffle, you know, and if the songs pop up, not, you know, immediately skipping it and yeah, kind of just like, mm -hmm. yeah, and just like sitting with it. And I am acknowledging that in my grief that I am, I'm crying for myself. You know, he's at peace. He is not dealing with the bullshit, right? He's not having to worry about what's in the air after these trails derailed, these trains derailed throughout the country. You know what I mean? He's not stressed. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I, grief is we're crying for ourselves. I'm, I'm sad that I don't get to do life with him. Um, and so, yeah. But I, I, I say this as my highlight because this week those songs came on and I wasn't reduced to tears. And so I, for me, that is growth. growth. Uh, and so, yeah. Um, my challenge is, uh, and it's going to go into our uh, episode today about habits, is just letting go of the chokehold that DoorDash has had on me. Oh, um, and just I have something on the way right now. Yeah. <laughs> and so for me, 2020, you know, not leaving the house and like, like it made sense. But here we are 2023 and it just no longer makes sense. And so I have to acknowledge that with my DoorDash addiction, it's also a self gratification, like an instant gratification of it. And just, you know, I'm the type of asshole that will have groceries <laughs> and will still DoorDash. I'm sorry. I'm so, okay. You know what I mean? Like, but like, mm, like, I don't think it an asshole. I too. Really? When your groceries that. go bad because you're DoorDashing so much, like, you know what I mean? I, mm -hmm. I realized that I was like, oh, I'm on my Carrie Bradshaw lifestyle. But really, do you want to be Carrie? Right. Got it. You know what I mean? <laughs> you want to be Carrie. So I'm releasing that. And um, and that is a habit of mine that is no longer serving me. And so acknowledging and changing is a path that we are now on. Ding. Yes. <laughs> what you got to say, America? Mm. Okay. <laughs> y'all I think like this I don't know I really lead with self-compassion in a way that I think people think I'd be trying to be funny but I'd be so fucking serious because my thought my first thing was first of all asshole ill mean and then I was like is it not serving you because you gotta you have a refrigerator full of groceries 
but you choose to do DoorDash because is it that it's the instant gratification or is it that it feels easier in the moment? It feels easier than cooking after you've been at work all day, navigating all the things and dealing with grief. So that's when I'm like, which one is it? Is it actually like, and you would have to decide, I don't know, but I just want you to consider that there might be something else there. It feels good to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. It feels good to have a clean space around me. It feels good to check things off of my to-do list. And for me personally, my door dashing is consistent of like sitting on the couch until the food comes. And then like, you know what I mean? Like it's just, it's very, it's a bubble. And there are things that are piling up. Like it doesn't feel good. It, it feels like it's contributing to what doesn't feel good. And I'm not... Yeah. And part of that is probably my grief. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, and you two are beautiful examples of it. Like we, we have to continue to live. And so, you know, this is me checking, you know, I'd like to cook. I'd like to cook. That's really what it comes down to. I like to cook. Okay. And so it, door dashing like this repeatedly like the the buying the groceries is my way of being like okay this week i'm gonna do it okay this this tasty meal i don't mind experimenting in the kitchen because it always comes out okay Okay. or or whatever the kids say these days damn we really are aunties bussing that's what it is god damn okay so yes being a door dasher a serial door dasher while being someone who enjoys cooking, um, it gets satisfaction of it. You know, I want to go back to those habits because that to me feels like taking care of myself. Okay. It's okay to do it once in a while, but the fact that it's running up, like it's a bill. Mm. Why is DoorDash a bill in my budget? So like that bothers me. Yeah. And that's fair. I love the fact that you are acknowledging what you've been doing and trying to determine uh, if there's something different that you can do that's going to be beneficial. So we'd love to see you. Okay. So y'all know we like to put people on to new things. Period. So um, I'll go first. I'll say what my new new is this week. Um, So my new new this week is the core power protein shake. Okay. The core power has 42 grams of protein. What? Where is that at? It's on Amazon? I'll show you the bottle. It is on Amazon too. I'll show you what the bottle looks like. Um, and so if you're doing body carbs. Hold on. Wait a minute. Let me go look. Um, so if you're doing body recomp, uh, this can be helpful because it can help you reach your protein goals easier. You say, Carl, it's seven grams of sugar, 42 grams of protein, 240 calories. Is that additional sugar or just and sugar? carbs? How many carbs? It don't say on here. Hold on. Let me go look at the bottom. I'll be back. <laughs> okay. Let me make sure. That, that low-key overheating 
feel like that does tie in a little bit to my new new, which is just I'll be getting back. back on probiotics. Come on, probiotics. Yeah. And I just told America I need to get back to taking mine because mm -hmm. I fell off my habits. These are are clear capsule, so I even throw them into my smoothie and stuff if I don't feel like popping them. But I mean, they're easy to swallow. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, and it helped. I feel like when I turn thirty, I feel like at midnight. What is that called? Like, is is it, it's indigestion where you're just like burping? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is that? It really be like that too. And so I noticed that when I pop like three or four of those probiotic pills, I keep mine in the fridge and then I drink something cold, like a cold glass of water until I feel like my tummy is cold and then I swallow them. And so for me, I feel like that. I notice I'm not burping anymore. Into okay. your tummy soul, like you feel it. Right, right, right. So I drink something called because I read that if you, I mean, you can just take them normally, but they don't get down into you, like in your intestine and stuff. If your stomach acid is just like, you know, warm, warm and doing it, yeah. So it might the medicine might just get mm -hmm. a little bit deeper if your stomach is cold. Mm -hmm. So yeah, hmm. interesting. The internet. My oh core power oh those ones okay okay turn turn it so your answer your question was would you ask me oh how many carbs mm -hmm. eight grams of carbs okay that's not bad for forty two okay mm -hmm. I might have to pull up on those do they got a my Sam's Club now you know that well, I don't know that but they might I ain't sure but if you can my advice is gonna be baby get you uh, a case because per one. It's real questionable. But if you get you a case, it'll make a lot more sense price-wise. And how much is the case? The one I got off of Amazon was... They're different based on flavor. So I don't like... I only like vanilla stuff. So it was $41.14 for $12. $41? Yes. Huh. Sam's Club has them online for oh no, I could pick it up for twenty four sixty eight for eight. Eight, eight, sixteen, forty. Mm, yeah, you probably could get two and it'll be about the same thing. What flavor is that? Is it the forty two one or is it the other one? It's forty two. It's okay. chocolate. Yeah, I don't mind chocolate. Because on Amazon, a chocolate one is $35. For a $12? Mm hmm So it's cheaper. Oh, There's Amazon. a joke to be made in there that the vanilla is more. There absolutely is. Because uh, I saw that and was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, I don't have time to argue with them. <laughs> I'll take the chocolate shit. Mm -hmm. The chocolate's not bad. If you take the chocolate, because if you're looking for ways to get more protein, if you take a little bit of one of these, and put it in oh, thirty-seven dollars for I mean seven dollars for wearing for who? Oh yeah, that's what I said. Get you a case because it's like six or seven dollars for one. One. That's why I bought the case. That makes sense. I was like, oh, 
Hell no. Oh, I, I, did try, I did buy one first, though, to make sure I liked it before I got a case. And that's how I knew if I liked it. I don't it. like it. It's still going to get drank. Yeah, because, you know, I tried a lot of different protein shakes. And like this, mid. I was doing the Premier Protein. Okay, yeah. I like it better than Premier. Okay. The show. Well, thanks for putting me on. I just placed my order. We love to see yeah. it. <laughs> so my new new is the book that I just finished. Um, my fourth book this year, y'all. I said I'm gonna do two books a month, and she did it. She's doing it. Yeah. It was Seven Days in June by Tia Williams because I know the first book I was reading was a white author, and so I went with my black author. And I have another book that I started today by a black author, a black queer author. So we're doing the spectrum. And I really liked Seven Days in June because it showed a different spectrum of Black. It showed like the depressed like um, couple that was like, you know, self-medicating, doing stuff like that. And so it showed that kind of love story, which I don't feel like is the norm so it was a nice read um it started off hilarious and yeah that's my new new so like i talked about in my check-in habits mm -hmm. Whew, i have this habit tracker that i pay for monthly that i haven't used in months it'd be like that it does my fitness pal Every meal lets me know I haven't logged for months. Mm. And so I know that I have, in some ways, like stayed on top of some things. But other things that I also said were important, I have let kind of fall by the wayside. And mostly because the tracking of food would have to be me confronting what I'm eating. Ooh! Yikes. And the way that this depression and emotional eating has been happening is just like, I don't want to confront that. Mm. But I'm going to. Starting tomorrow, I'm going to get back onto my fitness pal because I have a goal. And my goal is to like snatch it up. So that I can wear whatever I want to wear. And notice I just said snatch it up. Like I don't want to put like a number to it. I just want to put like a feeling where I feel confident. Where I can put on whatever I want to wear to Beyonce's concert. And feel confident. Right. Right. I feel like for me that takes away the pressure. Right. Because the scale is a bitch. And it was made for skinny white people. And it doesn't take into account all these titties and all and ass I got, <laughs> you know. And so I just want to do it in a way that feels doable. In the past, when I was but when I was in my twenties, I could be like, I'm gonna lose thirty pounds in three months. And that would be great. Like I would be able to do that. I was able to stay on track and see the see that happen, right? But 
Y'all know I've talked about my postpartum weight loss journey and how them numbers ain't going down. And so I have to find other measurements of progress. And so this feels like it honors where I am today and doesn't put too much pressure. Uh oh. <laughs> she said, Amen. <laughs> no. She said, No pressure. <laughs> But yes, I talked to a lot of my clients about the ways that routines can improve our lives. Because for someone like me who's on the go and who has a child, like I have to have routines and things in place. I literally pick out my clothes for the whole week on Sunday. I pick out Janae's clothes for the whole week on Sunday. I meal prep, lunch. I told Joe we need to do dinner too because one thing I'm not going to do is cook after a full day of doing all the things. I'm not doing it. <laughs> but these are the things that I have to put in place so that I feel like things are like more seamless and I'm not so anxious and stressed out because I'm like, oh, what am I going to wear today? Oh, what is it? You know. But something I did notice is that I had put my clothes out and something wasn't given. I had put on something and it was not given, but I had other options. <laughs> and so I was like, I could deal with that another day, but I have another outfit. And so it's just small things that I've kind of put in place to make life easier for yeah. me. I like that. I started doing that too. I started laying out my, wow. Uh, week's worth of clothes. And so what I kind of told myself was like, okay, I saw this in a documentary one time, basically like if a celebrity, like a stylist would just lay out their clothes and they come in and just are like, oh, I'll wear this and this today. Exactly. Well, you know, just a little piece of, of just extra. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it's also efficient. It is. Cause I, I put the shoes, I put the earrings. Mm -hmm. It's all ready, ready to go. Right. What other kinds of routines do y'all have? I would say for me, I have, as of late, been recognizing my routine more. Getting a, a healthy routine has been something that I've been wanting to perfect for years and years, really since I like became an adult. Um, and so I have been really looking at that for myself this year, too. And for the first time, I've been thinking of what would future me, you know, what would those yeah. routines look like? For a long time, mm -hmm. I I don't know if you guys ever thought, like, when you were a little kid, like, what am I going to look like as a grown-up? You know, and then mm -hmm. one day you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, girl, this is it. You Not know? I'm, like, I'm here, you know? <laughs> and so I just, uh, I had a really good talk with one of my dad's uh, childhood best friends at Christmas and we were talking about investments and things, but he was just like, you know, he was like, what I admire that your dad did that I didn't do when we were in our twenties and thirties is setting myself up for the future. For success. Right. And so I just, I hadn't yet. And again, I mean, 30 is a good age to like, just start thinking like, what do you know, what, how do I want to set 40 year old Jasmine 50, mm -hmm. you know, God willing, 
60 plus, you know, and, and then some. So I'm restructuring my mind that way. And I feel like in my 20s and even like as of today, even that a lot of my routines just revolve around what feels good. And there's nothing wrong with that. But it's, mm-hmm. it's been self-soothing. I have been healing myself and it's taken me a long time, but it's just, it's what's been self-soothing. Sometimes that soothing feels like pacifying, but that's just mm-hmm. recognizing that you've outgrown that self-soothing method. And um, and so, yeah. So for me, um, getting back to things, especially my childhood that I enjoyed. My parents oh, broke yeah. up when I was like three. And so I would spend, I would go to school with my dad and he had primary and then my mom, I would do all my breaks with. And my mom had this thing where at bedtime I would take my bath and then I'd have 30 minutes before my actual bedtime. And I would get to go to bed with a book and like read myself to sleep. And then she'd come in and like, you know, crack a joke, tuck me in. And it was like at my prompt bedtime. And I really am trying to like get back to that. Mm-hmm. You know, detaching myself from the couch, from TV. The TV. Like, yeah. And like shutting it down. And sometimes your day is so long. Right. That, that, like, that it's okay. To, yeah. Like I need to keep watching this garbage TV until I like don't think about it, you know? Right. Smoke this after we join, maybe like, you know, until I right. stop thinking about it. So I acknowledge that like all those things are out there for folks. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just that's something that it felt good then. And uh, as a grown ass woman, I feel like I'm a grown woman now, but like as a grown ass woman, I'm a grown woman, you know, as a wife, as a mother, like how do, how would I want to set myself up? Because ultimately those things do revolve around us, you know? Yeah. What kind of routines and habits you got going on America? (laughs) i just wanted to stop but anyway um so so for me um i think i said this a couple of episodes ago but i really give myself an opportunity to assess how things are going throughout the week um and then make those changes uh, as I see fit, but I think that's just because I think one of the first steps that we have to engage in when we're trying to create these healthy habits is really understanding what it is that we already do regularly mm-hmm. um, and really looking at the patterns in our everyday and in our behavior to see like what's triggering the, I guess we can say unhealthy so what's triggering the unhealthy habits that I want to change? And like, what does that look like? Um, right. And so for me, what I've noticed is I, because of how my day is structured, I don't have a lot of, or it feels like I don't have a lot of downtime between my last client and going to bed. Because if I want to get up at four, 345 if I want to get up it's only 15 more minutes before you I know (laughs) 
But it just sounds ungodly. I have gone to sleep more times at 3.45 in the morning than I've woken up and started my day. Wow. <laughs> um, perfect. Girl. Can't relate. I'm, I'm the mid. See, I'm the mid, the mid age auntie. Clearly, um, but yeah. So I do like to get shit done. Yeah, and you're on the East Coast, girl. I really like to get shit done. Um, and that shit doesn't necessarily have to be work shit, even though a majority of the time it is. But it's like there's other things that I want to do. Maybe I take my my relaxation time in the beginning of the day and so I don't create the space for mm-hmm. it at night. I'm not really sure, but I need to figure that out in a different way. Um, but because of how my days are structured, I don't have a lot of time between my last client and what's supposed to be wind down bedtime, or at least, again, it don't mm-hmm. feel like it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's been, when I was drinking, it was okay how am I ending the work day? Why am I ending the work day this way? Oh, well, I'm stressed or annoyed or overstimulated or whatever the case may be. So mm-hmm. let me have my wine or let me have my shot of Elijah Craig, whatever it is, so that like I can calm myself down mm-hmm. so that I can get ready for the day. And it was like, so when I did dry January, it was like, okay, that gave me an amazing opportunity to really think and be like, well, why does it feel like I don't have time? Now, granted, usually I'm done at five or six, bitch, sometimes seven. And so, of course, if I want to get up at three, I need to go to bed at nine. And so it's literally two hours between yeah, the time too. I'm done, right? And right. I need to go to bed. And so sometimes it feels like a mad dash, mm-hmm. like do all of the fucking things. And then I'm like, oh, well, I don't feel wound it down. Right. Yeah. Wound down. Wound down when it's time to go to bed. And so I think I use the alcohol or the wine or whatever it was so that I could feel calm enough so that right. I could so like, like, yeah. be able to rest. That and so sense. having dry January allowed me to, well, I made a couple adjustments during January, but it allowed me to say, okay, so I'm not drinking in this two or three hours of time. What are other things that I can do that are still soothing? Might take a little bit fucking longer than mm-hmm. them taking. Baby, they did right. take much longer. But what are the things that I can do in place of? And Jasmine, to your point, what I started doing or went back to doing was the things that I did as a child. So when mm-hmm. I got home from school as a kid, because I was a fucking bookworm, I would read and then after I read, I would color or do something else or go outside. So that's what those days consisted of. I found this lady on TikTok, not a lady, a TikTok creator, and she posted um, 80 things to do after work. And it was an article that she had found. Can you she, share that with us? Yeah. I can. Um, and she was finding, uh, at the list of the 80 things, she was taking one thing to do every day when she got off work. And then I found another TikTok creator after that who I think hers is really super fucking dope and I'm gonna probably do hers during the summer but it was doing something fun every day so she would (laughs) so she would get off work I'm guessing she commuted to work and instead of going straight home and as she described it kind of isolating and falling into the bubble of being Mm -hmm. on the right she would take herself to go do something fun so one day 
I'm guessing she's on the West Coast. Uh, one day she went and drove to the damn beach and jumped in the middle of the ocean. And like, that was her fun thing. She went and got ice cream another day. Um, she went for a bike ride. It was just like all of these things that like... We can do, but don't. Do, yeah. Right. And like at, at 34, I don't... I've really been trying to figure out what do I find fun besides being on an island? Mm-hmm. And because I have taken this pandemic more seriously than many mm-hmm. in a way that has been very detrimental to my mental health. Right, right. So I haven't been outside. So it's like, okay, I can't get that feeling back. So what can I do? And so I think the reset in January has helped me figure out what that fun can look like. Like, no, right. I'm not, I'm not in Jamaica. I'm not, you know, whatever. But okay. I gotta go back because you know, that was the time. Yeah. And this is from somebody who was literally going out the country every other month. And like that's just what I did. Like that bitch, I'm bitch, I'm sad. I'm going, I'm going to Mexico. I'm going bitch, to Mexico. I'm, yeah. I'm going to Jamaica. Bitch, I'm sad. Let's go to Aruba. Bitch, I'm sad. Let's that's how that's how I function. And so it's been okay. Maybe not sad now. But okay, girl, we anxious. What we gonna do? So it has been coloring. My sauna blanket to me is a no. So I went back to the sauna that you sit in. So I got the sauna that you sit in too. <laughs> so did girl. you return the blanket? No, but I need to. <laughs> For me, it's not hot enough, and I don't. It seems like a waste of time. I want my skin to boil. I want, yes, I want to feel like a hot dog. Like, why am I? Whatever. So I went back to the one that I got that you zip up and put your stuff inside of. And so I did that a couple of nights. And just like figuring out what felt good that would also allow me to get good sleep. And then I've been starting my day in a very similar way. So like, of course, I'm going to the gym. I'm there by five o'clock because you bitches are not going to be on the hip thrust machine. You're not. Because I need to build this booty too, bitch. Period, bitch. So you're not finna get that before me. So I'm gonna be there at five o'clock. But okay, when I'm done with that, okay, what does that look like when I come back home? And so what I tell my clients to do, I've also been doing, and it still got some work, but I've been putting it on my calendar. So it says like four to four ten is meditate in Vegas reset, Vegas nerve reset. And then 410 oh. to 420 is get your ass dressed. 435 is get your ass in the car. So it's like, and then don't say it like that. It's okay, been, I was going, you know, I was going. It's been much nicer this time. But, um, Cause even my alarm says moving your body is a privilege, not a punishment. Like, so, boy, we're trying, girl. It's, my, my say, let's get up, beautiful. Let's rock the day. We love to hear it. So, yeah. I changed mine from one of the generic like startles of alarms that's in the iPhone yes, into my favorite Spice Girl song, which is "Never yes. Give Up on Good Times." Yes. Love to see that. I love it. It's a Smash Bros. song. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> I love it. But so just figuring out what that looks like and being okay that if like last week I was off. So 
most of those days I still got up at four o'clock, but two or three of them I didn't. And like, okay, but did I still do the things that I set out to do? Right. Yes. And I set the intention the week before. I said, all right, now you probably are not going to see the hip thrust at 5 a.m. every day this week, but you will see it before noon. And like that was my adjustment because I'm also right. why the hell am I getting up at right? That I, is always the big thing, like because you can kind of feel like you're not being as productive oh, if you're not getting up as early yeah. as you usually do. And it's that like bitch, you deserve to be able to sleep in sometimes. You're still yeah. gonna get to it just because yeah. you're not up at the crack of dawn. Don't take away from the games you're about to get. Correct. And shout out to Bay for that because the first day I got up at 3.45 and he was like, what are you doing? And I said, <laughs> and he said, aren't you off this week? And I said, mind, mind your business. Yeah. <laughs> but also, I got to go to the gym. And he said, you're off. What's the difference between you going to the gym at 5 and right. you at 10 or 11? Right. And of course, I wanted to box, but then I was like, you're right. There's no difference. Because I think we get really hung up sometimes when we're creating these routines is we get hung up on a schedule. And so, like, mm-hmm. if I can't do it at this time, I can't do it. And, right. like, if we really want to build healthy and sustainable habits, we got to also create the room for some flexibility sometimes. Right. So did you still make the space to do the things that you wanted to do? Yeah, even if the time looked a little different. And that's Right. Okay. Right. And giving yourself that fluidity right to say like i can still work out at, at 9 p.m and it still count towards my day i won't be gonna i won't be like working out at nine but if i have to if i have to make adjustments that doesn't take away from the fact that i did hit those goals and so right. allowing yourself to have intentions that you want to hit on instead of saying like rigid this is yeah. this or nothing you know yeah and we got to be willing to be more realistic with all of this. I think the one of the reasons why we set New Year's, even though you know how I feel about resolutions, but I think one of the reasons why we set New Year's resolutions and then we fall, we fall off is because we are literally trying to do all of the things at one time. Right. So it's like, oh, I, I have to hit the protein, hit my water every single day. Go do strength training, followed by 30 minutes of cardio because the girls on TikTok said, if I got to do 12, 3.30, and if I don't do 12, 3.30 every day for the next 30 days, right? And it's like, and I got to read, and I got to make sure I'm meditating, and oh, I got a journal, and I got to sit in a sauna, and I got to color, and I got to be outside, and I got to take my fish oil and my probiotics, and it's right. all things that we're expecting ourselves yeah be able to do and bitch you want me to do all of that and still go to work i was gonna say and go to work and show up for the other people in your life yeah like you that all of that that's insane yeah and i think that's why we fall off because it it feels like a lot because it is a lot right. and so some weeks some days you might not hit the probiotic your protein you might not hit uh, your water, you might not have worked out as long as you want to. The workout might have been trash. Right. A lot of things that, but that's okay. For me, it's like, okay, what did I do today? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did these things. Okay. It's never what didn't I do. It's what can I do different tomorrow? Right. But that was a conversation I had with myself today. Oh, you look a little puffy this morning. 
that's cool, baby, because we know because the hips are given, right? So we know we're going mm-hmm. right. Okay. Right. And my conversation was, okay, what adjustments do I need to make? Not necessarily next week, but tomorrow today. When I said it, I said, what adjustments do I need to make today? Okay, I know that yesterday I was a little off on my water and I only had two Stanley's, so that's only 80 ounces. I right. need three Stanley's because that's 120. Right. And I was like, I can do that. That's it. I'm not going to give myself hell, not no more. Right, but that's the growth. Right, because that's not a, it's not okay. Because once we go into that, well, you didn't do this and you didn't do this and you didn't do this, your body going to be like, okay, bitch, well, don't worry about it. I'm not going to do right. nothing. Yeah. Right. How about I just see you're not doing nothing and make that permanent? <laughs> make it permanent. And next thing you know, you ain't worked out a dead shit for six months because you were having this conversation with yourself that you're not doing it anyway or you're not doing it good enough or there's something wrong. Right. And so then your actions start to reflect that. It's right. the good enough in, in the perfectionism for me that like needs to stop. But those, well, we have to acknowledge that those go hand in hand. Hand in hand. They do. And not stop, make friends with it. Mm. That's the my go-to. I'm, that perfectionism is not going nowhere. Like, I want to be great. Yeah. <laughs> like, and that's not a bad thing. It's not it's a bad just thing. just about how much pressure I put on the need to be great. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even when I catch myself, well, you didn't, you know what? I, I know where this is coming from. Because, baby, you done been super snatched before and you have been not that. Right. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere in the middle. And so, yeah, I know this perfectionism is screaming at me right now. It is. She knows that I could be a different version or she knows right. what that version of me looks like. Okay, baby, but guess what, baby? Things have changed. Right. Or my life and responsibilities look very different from what they look like at 24, right. 25. So... Right. Giving yourself that grace right? so that you don't have to hold yourself to that standard because that time could have come and gone. And yeah. what do I look like chasing after it? Right. Because then I'll never be happy. Sorry. The, no, no, I just, I, I'm kind of on a different end of the spectrum. I, when I reflect to high school, college, you know, in I know when I graduated college, I still felt because I had a, a toxic relationship, I had a boyfriend that, you know, this dude was like five, eight, you know, two at time. Like, don't ever let a tiny. How tall are you? Tell you. I'm five, six. Okay. Oh, what is that like? Five, five and three quarters, actually. You know, five, five with brown eyes. Oh, never mind. I got you about a little bit. Oh, never mind. It's a <laughs> Um, but yeah, so yeah, we were about the same size, and yeah, like I just, I, I was a, I was one twenty when I was eighteen because I one hundred and twenty pounds. I don't ever recall. Like, never. <laughs> when I was running track, oh shit! School, I I was taking whey protein and doubling my workouts to mm. one twenty. You know what I mean, teeny? I used to stuff my bra and like, you know, like, like, you know, I could see the curvature was there, right? I've always had a little butt on me. Well, I always had a butt. I got that ass. But I was, I was the small boobed, big butt body type. Mm -hmm. And I used to 
crave for boobs and now I have them, but I also put on like 60 more pounds with them to get them. <laughs> but a lot of that also, we have to acknowledge one, birth control changed my body. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And two, when you work out and eat a lot, there's a, a correlation there. When you just eat a lot and you stop working out, well, like <laughs> this is, things happen biologically. Right. So I had to acknowledge one, when you sleep with someone who tells you that your body is lesser than or just makes con like just cut that person out of your life, girl. Do it. Oh God. No. No. Right. And one, and this is why also uh I no longer date men five nine or below. <laughs> you gotta be six foot to ride this ride. Um and that's not like a height is it's just like I'm not gonna deal with your shit. I have no insecurity. Yeah. I, I'm not doing it Napoleon. Um, so thank, you know, thank that college boyfriend for ruining it for the rest of y'all. Uh, but also understanding that my routine changed, right? Right. I was forcefully, you know, if you're on, if you play sports in school, you are forced to work out five mm-hmm. days a week. When you go to college and you are not in sports, you don't have to do that. Right. You know, there's and you don't make it a priority. There, you're right. You know, and so just acknowledge that our lifestyles have changed over the years. For mm-hmm. me, Jasmine, you mentioned that you have, you know, so um, you you don't have a number, right? Mm-hmm. So your goal is just to feel good going to Renaissance, and I I can vouch for that a hundred percent. For me, I know that when I graduated college, I was one sixty. And even though I felt big at that time, when I look back at those pictures, it's like, no, nah. like, had you had those eyebrows on point back then, girl, that was it. <laughs> now that I do have the eyebrows, the eyebrows was holding you back. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like, I just, that's for me now. I don't, I am cognitive of a number, but for me, it's, I want to go in my closet and just grab whatever feels good. Right. And I have to worry about it pinching or poking mm-hmm. or hitting. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel that, girl. And so it's, you know, it's how can our day-to-day, um, what's the word, empower us to just feel the way we want to feel about ourselves. You know, I I want to get back to the version of me that wasn't, affected by trauma and uh, and just got to just flourish and be myself. You know, I miss being an artistic little kid. I was, like you said, America, like, you know, color a picture, go outside, climb a tree. You know, I don't know if I'm going to get back in a tree anytime soon. All right. <laughs> but just like that mindset, you know, mm. riding your bike around your neighborhood. It's really the little things. And if it we really can break down our our adult routines to mirror the joys that we felt back way, you know, back in the day, then, you know, (laughs) let's make those those for ourselves. Yeah, definitely. 
Um, I think it would be helpful to just kind of let the people know what some of the habits and routines that we have already going on or have had in the past that we want to bring to the present. Uh, so I'll go ahead and start. Like, I have a... Oh, go. Sorry, just real quick. Um, Before we start talking about our individual routines, I just want to say that because this conversation, we're talking about habits and we kind of went down the path of weight loss, but I do think, or weight in general, but I do mm -hmm. think that it's important to understand that this is still transferable because what it boils down to is this is about mindset. This is right. about mindset and this is about somatic work and practices because right. this is not about a number on the scale. This is not about the number of times you work out. This is not about completely about the food that you eat or any of that other stuff. This is really about right how you feel about yourself, the conversations that you're having with yourself and being able to notice what's happening for you internally right. as it's coming up so that you can do the work to meet yourself where you are emotionally so that you can do the things that you say you want to do. Exactly. Yeah. How can you show up for yourself day to day? And know that it takes practice. Yeah. It does. It definitely does. Um and I think to that point, like in 2020, although we were going through a pandemic, um, I was living my best life because I was at home. I was focused on my uh, the rock solid fitness programs. I was focused on studying for my LCSW exam. I was just focused, right? I was tracking my foods, hitting my protein, like getting fucking snatch. And I never felt better. And so what I implemented that year was having a morning routine, which I tell my clients about, like, I literally wake up. And now y'all know, I take my pre workout as soon as the alarm goes off. It's like, Doot! before I can even think about it. It ain't happened this week. But you know, <laughs> when I'm in it, that is what happens. I do my pre-workout. I handle my business, brush my teeth, read a little bit. Then the pre-workout hits and I get my workout in. After my workout, I do my affirmations with my Palo Santo. I light that shit up and I'm like, positive vibes, uh, mutual relationships, abundance, protection, safety, good energy, you know, and I'm just speaking positivity over myself, my family, and my day. Um, and then I go shower, listen to I Am by Baby Tate. I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am rich. I am that bitch. I am going to go get that bag and I am not going to take no shit. Her. I am protected, well respected. I'm a queen. I'm a dream. I do what I want to do because I'm who I want to be because I am me. So I literally listen to that as I shower, get myself together. Then because I had all my clothes ready for the week, I just pick out my outfit, do my perfume, hair, all that. Get Janae, her outfits ready. We hit the road. We drop her off, go to work. I get to work, close the door, spray my ginger uh, spirit spray. Set up my diffuser, turn off the lights, meditate. Now, I will say 
last episode, we talked about how the holistic practices have been wide-eyed. <laughs> and so I've been doing Dora Kay on YouTube, doing her um, meditations. And um, that's been great because it's a Black voice and like good music in the background. And so it really just gives me that time to pour into myself before I open the door and somebody's at my door. And so that's how I like to start my day because I pour into myself a lot first thing in the morning before anything else can happen. At the end of the day, y'all know I smoke my weed. I watch my TV, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I'm like, you know, (laughs) I hit the bong. Okay. Um, And then I just, tap in. I have to get better of putting my phone on do not disturb because I do find myself sometimes on my phone instead of like connecting with my husband. And so I'm working on changing that. But that's what it's about. Reflecting on what you want to change. What has worked this week? What hasn't worked? How can I make those adjustments and holding yourself accountable to making those adjustments? night routine, face mask, maybe, you know, and just try and go to sleep. And then we do meditation with the Peloton um, to set us off into sleep. And so those are the things, habits that I have in place that help me to feel really good. What about y'all? Let me know what I could add to mine. I'm going to be honest, mine as of late has not been the healthiest of routines. Um, yeah. And I would say a lot of that came from when I first graduated college, uh, moving to a new city on my own and uh, working a job that was just really there to make ends meet. And so I I got into that habit at that time of of smoking of, of well a blunt back in those days <laughs> of after work you know um, and then it transitioned into I would come home take a shower uh, cook eat and I really like to lip sync and so it would just be a time to like dance around my apartment in my underwear and lip sync um, I even have a I have a microphone stand and a microphone. And it's so funny. People come over here and they're like, oh, you sing, girl? And I'm like, no, that's for lip syncing. <laughs> I love it. I love I'm it. serious with it. Um, so, yeah. So, like, that also doubles as, you know, getting in some cardio, getting your heart rate up. Uh, so, for me, in the last six to eight months, I have gotten away from things like that that are the healthiest. Um my after work routine nowadays or really just leading with these kids. I talk to my mom almost every day. Uh, I like that conversation of kind of when I commute back home and recap my day and we laugh about all the shenanigans of seventh grade. Um, and then when I get home, yeah, it's really just about a wind down. Uh, what I would like for it to look like is, um, is having a home cooked meal and, maybe once or twice a week cooking. Um, But I would like to, my Sundays to be like, we meet, we, you know, we all get together. Cause I look forward to this. Like, this is like a good 
cap to my week or maybe a beginning. I just, I really look forward to our podcast. And so um, some days when we get off, I'm really productive. And then some days I just got to sit with myself and like take it as a, a day of rest. So I would like to use that time to also set myself up, carry, basically carry this energy with me into starting my week and everything. And what that looks like is tidying up, you know, what's lunch look like this week? What's dinner look like? Are the cats good? You know, I do litter on Thursdays and uh, or Sundays, depending on the week and when trash gets picked up. So, yeah. Love that. And I meant to ask, you said wine down as in like wine or like wind? Either or, really. I'm not, I'm not a big drinker. My, yeah, that hasn't been like a, a vice for me. I do enjoy a good glass of wine. Um, but for me, it's been, yeah, it's been a joint. Like that go-to, that's been like the quickest, like, shoop, you know. Like Frank oh, Ocean, yeah. <laughs> marijuana is a cheap vacation. Um, sure but I also, <laughs> I've also have conversations with people about, you know, what's your relationship to marijuana? Um, are you using oh, it? That... Oh, you know, or right. is it adding value? You know, you just really have mm -hmm. to, you know, and I understand that marijuana in certain socioeconomic groups, um, is not a building block you know it's a hindrance in some instances which could be a whole nother conversation all right um, but yeah yeah i still have i i still have the same bottle of of gray goose in here since june i'm not yeah, <laughs> I'm not, <laughs> like i'm just not gray goose bitches <laughs> Is it still okay. good? It doesn't expire, right? I no, you <laughs> You said something interesting, and I thought I would share what I got for Valentine's Day from Joe. Oh, what is that? Cannabis for couples? Cannabis for couples. Enhance oh, intimacy that. and elevate your relationship. I like that. Because I so know. It is Go ahead. It's about how you relate to weed, you know, and yeah. what you are using it for. Yeah. I do see myself as like that parent that like, you know, the kids, you know, down for the couch and like, you know, you know, man, just like, you know, like I just, I, you know, again, millennials, right? <laughs> <laughs> what about you, America? Um, so what you know, this has caused me to think about my habits, even though I've been thinking about them lately anyway, and I'm going to tell you what my thought is after I tell you what they are. Um, so 345, the alarm goes off. Four o'clock is meditate and the Vegas nerve reset. I'm at the gym at five. I come back home to do cardio because why do I have a Peloton tread and a bike if I'm not going to use it? Not the tread and the bike. Right. You're going to have to show me your setup. I sure shall. Um, <laughs> so um, I come home, I do that. And then I walk the dog because she can't walk her damn self. I really wish she could. But here we are. Um, <laughs> I walk her so she can go do what she needs to do. 
And then I take a shower and do, I just started doing skincare because I was told you're supposed to, but you know, here we are. What do you mean? Huh? What, what do you, what do you mean? I was told you were supposed to. I've never done, I just washed my face with water before. And so I started doing skincare routine. I keep seeing the, um, <laughs> what is it, genealogy or curology? They've been really curology. Yeah, their ads. Curology are- is good, though. I've tried oh, it. Okay. I was like, is they're really coming heavy with the ads as of late? Yeah. So genetically, I was blessed in that. So I've never thought about doing skin stuff, but whatever. So I do skin stuff now. Um, so you will wash your face with water and then do what after that? Before? Go about her business. Mm-hmm. But that was it. I might give like, a little bit of alcohol, put, but that was, I've never done it. A little what? You, you wouldn't put, what? maybe I might rub some, rub it off with some rubbing alcohol. My grandma does that. That's it. Other and than you that, wouldn't I've put no like moisturizer, you just be. Okay. And it always look like this. Okay. That's why people talk about skin. I'm like, mine is genetic because I've never done anything until like the last my wow. birthday, December, October, November, maybe. Right. I went to Sephora and was like, fuck it, y'all here. I'm going to buy a bunch of shit I saw on TikTok. And even the woman in Sephora was like, what do you use now? And I said water. And like, she had the other people come, come look, come look. She moving my damn mask. Girl, get out my face. <laughs> this is what my skin look like. Um, anyway. Everybody shower, table. shower, shower, and now face, and then it's either journaling and or reading, which that shit has been a hit or miss. And then I do the rest of the day until seven ish, eight ish, and then I go walk the dog. So this is the problem. I then have to eat, walk the dog. Nurture relationships with outside humans. <laughs> Feed the dog. Feed the dog. Well, we gonna pause in the middle and make sure she because if not, because <laughs> she gonna let you know she here. Okay. Um, she don't get her needs met regardless. So <laughs> I love that for her. I really Period. <laughs> I'm like I'm really proud of you because you are your mama's child. I love it. Um, so yeah, and then it's it's literally uh taking a shower. Sometimes usually it's a Peloton meditation because Ross is God's gift to the new free world. He deserves all good things. Um, and then it's the same thing again the next morning. But what I realized is, you know, I talk a lot about self-care. I talk a lot about making sure that you pay yourself before you do anything for anybody else. And I do that. And I'm, for the most part, pretty consistent about it. But I wrote this down. I engage in a lot of these practices, but they aren't rooted in actual rest and recharging. And I think that's my problem. And so I now need to figure out what that looks like. Like, you know, people who I don't know. Like the fact that you read four books <laughs> to me is like, where the hell is this time at that you have to read four books? Then I realized we got two different lives. Your life looked different than mine. We did it, whatever, whatever. 
So then I'm like, okay, and that feels restful for you. And when I do sit to read or listen to an audible, it feels resting, but then it also feels like, I just said this in a schedule, right? So it's my day is scheduled. And it's always, I got to move on to the next thing. So I'm doing this and now I've got to do this and then we got to do this and then we got to do this and then I got to do this. And so, yeah, I'm doing the things to care for myself, but it does not feel resting Right. All ever. And is it like more so the presence and being present in the things, or is it just you doing the things to say that you did the things? I think I'm present in them because I've been checking on that too, because I am a very much like okay, I did it now. What like, but I, I am present in them. I think it's just the fact that it always feels rushed. Everything Mm -hmm. feels like I got to move on to the next thing. I got something Mm -hmm. else to do. There's something else to do. There's something else to do. So I think that I need to, not I think I know, I'm now going to spend some time when we're done thinking about what actual rest and recharge looks like for me. And that's going to be what we do next week. I like that. Yeah, Google rest and recharge because clearly I you know what I as redundant as it sounds, I even listening to you two, it's like I found myself of like, man, I can reflect on when I had unhealthy habits in a routine, but it's like, what really is my routine now? You know, Mm -hmm. I feel like I would fall in that bucket of like you know, what really is it? What, you know, what is the reason? Um, (laughs) Yeah. Hopefully, you know, that can strike a chord with some of our our listeners, but yeah, you know, I, I, I guess as redundant as it sounds, I tell myself like, you know, am I relaxing too much? Right. Am I taking too much time to recharge? Mm. And, um, and really is there, a cap on it, you know. But at the same time, it's like you want to get things done, things right. you want to move forward. And so that's an important piece to kind of check in on in that regard. Mm-hmm. But we thought this would be a good topic because we're knocking on March's door and it's good to kind of check in and see how your habits are aligning with what you say that you want for yourself. Um, And so I know I needed this conversation because I, like I said, have allowed work-related stress to kind of decrease my habits. And so I want to check in with myself. So hopefully y'all got something out of this. And I just want to remind you that you can drink the green drinks, drink a gallon, hike 24 miles, do CrossFit. But if you're ignoring the things going on in your head and in your heart, then you're still not truly healthy. So go on ahead and seek therapy. We all need it. Bye, girl. Bye. Yeah.